0: Welcome to the Fem Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs can rise together. Success comes in many flavors. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm White of the down to earth chick with a different name entrepreneur and founder of the Female Entrepreneur Movement, our business is dedicated to helping women start and grow their businesses, increasing financial independence. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back to the Fem Nation Podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest on the show. I put a call to action out for some really, really basically badass women that are stepping into a game that are uh, moving the needle in not just talk, but in action. So I am excited to announce today, I have Chris Lucas, owner of Clutch Custom Painting. Thank you for coming on, Chris. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm excited for this interview because we were jamming a little bit yesterday on the Connect call and it was already just going off the charts. So I was like, yes, so good. So many things that so many women entrepreneurs need to hear. So excited to chat with you. Let's start with the first question. Where did your entrepreneurial journey begin?
1: Oh, it probably began back in 2014, 2015. Um, I went through a divorce and kind of let my ex keep everything the house and all that, because I was a stay-at-home mom for a little while there, and um, I was just going to go out into the workforce and find another job, but he made it extremely difficult for me to do so. Um, I, I worked in the medical field starting, and then uh, since he kind of kept getting me fired from those jobs, uh, a friend of mine, I got into a depression, and a friend of mine was like, you know, you should really just try doing some furniture. You know, you've always played with it. You might as well. Do it for, you know, relaxation and your common sense about you and keep yourself okay. So I did. I got a little cheap piece of furniture uh, from a thrift store. It was like 20 bucks. And um, it was a settee. you know, at the edge of your bed, you have it um, like a little bench. And I redid that, stripped it down and repainted it and reupholstered it, added some metals to it, you know, so I like to try to intertwine different materials. And um, somebody actually bought it when I was done with it. Uh, for like $175 which blew me away. And I was like, wow, I can really make money off of this. It's awesome. <laughs> so so I just started kind of doing it more and it became almost something that I had to do constantly. Um I still do it now just to kind of relax. Uh most people call it work, I don't. Um sure. so for me it's it's you know, a way I get my my zen about me. Um but I started doing that. That kind of kept me afloat there for a while because, uh, you know, I was, I was bouncing around from friend's house to friend's house, couch to couch. Um, my girls, my, my kids had to stay with their dad there for a while because, you know, I wasn't in a stable living situation. So, um, I actually met a guy uh, named Brandon. He who's now my fiance, but at the time was not, um, but I met him through his mom. Um, and his mom and I connected over Facebook because I was on marketplace and she had bought a piece of my furniture, uh, that she had liked. And I went to her house to deliver it. And I was just kind of joking around. And I was like, Hey, you know, you ever want to rent out that little shed back there? Let me know. You know, she had like a little, you know, summer house, I guess, or whatever out back. She's like, yeah, it's just kind of my storage unit. That's really all I got is a bunch of stuff in there. I was like, oh, okay. Let's change your mind. Let me know. You know? So, uh, couple weeks later, she calls me and she's like, you know, I've been thinking about it and it's real heavy on my heart. And I feel like something's telling me to just, you know, give you an opportunity, you know, to go ahead and rent it. So I think I'll clean it out for you if you're still interested. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. You know, how how much do I need to have? So she told me and I was like, yeah, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get that together. So once I do, I'll let you know. Well, about a week or so went by and she called me back and she goes, you know, I saw what you could do with furniture. Can you do the same kind of thing inside a house? And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, I've done that before. You know, um, I've used to redo apartments and rent them out. And she goes, well, if you'll redo my room in my house, uh, she had a bedroom that she wanted to turn into an entire closet, like a sparkly, a sparkly shoe closet section and all kinds of fun stuff. She was single. So um, all her kids were out of the house. She was ready to go. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I could do that. And she goes, well, if you'll do that, I'll give you, you know, the first couple months rent free. I was like, really? Okay. She goes, so you can just, you know, show up whenever with your stuff and I'll get it cleaned out tonight. We'll go from there. I was like, okay, great. So I got to do that. Um, and that's where I met her son actually. And, uh, he owned his own flooring company at the time. And I had just started really trying to get in at the ground level with, you know, contractors trying to be a painter. Um, Somebody told me, you know, you you should probably do that on like cabinets and stuff. You you probably (laughs) do that really well. Oh, I'll try that. Sure. So I tried it, liked it and um, met him. I I was calling contractors at the time off of Craigslist, uh, trying to get an opportunity. And anytime I called him and they heard a girl on the other end of the phone, you know, they really... Hesitant. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know and call you back. Of mm-hmm. course, that never happened. Uh, so I started getting smart with it and I just would email them. Well, I realized very quickly that you can't use your name if it's Crystal um, <laughs> to get a call back. So I started just sending my my photos of my work and the befores and afters, of course, and gave them a little bit of tidbit about my experience and then just signed off as Chris. I started getting calls at that point. So that was great. Once a guy has you on the other end of the phone and they, they already like your work and they finally realize it's a girl, they're most of them are pretty hesitant to just hang up on you, thankfully. Sure. So um, once I had them talking, you know, and they were interested, I offered to, you know, I'll work for free for the first day. Just let me come out on your job site and show you what I can do. And If you don't like my work, then send me home. No hard feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, Luckily, I was always paid, but it's very easily that I couldn't, I may not have been. So um, I was pretty confident. If I didn't know what I was doing, I knew that I would learn and I didn't mind asking questions. So that got my foot in the door. And my boy, he turned into my boyfriend, you know, shortly after that. he was like, you know, you do really good work and you're not getting paid anything for doing it. Stop doing it for other people. Just do it for yourself. Of course, like I said, he owned his own flooring company. So for him to say that, that was easy. He had already gone through the trials and tribulations of it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm, I don't really want to have my own business because I was too scared. You know, it's a lot of pressure and right. if you're going to do it right, you, you got it. There's a lot to it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I was real timid. Well, he ended up dissolving his business with his partner and took his money that he had you know, gotten from his portion of it and filed for me to get my LLC without me knowing it. and Basically, set me up for success. You know, he goes, Okay, well, this is yours. It's all yours. It's all in your name. You just have to do it. So do it. You know, if we're not together, this is still yours. I was like, Oh, okay. Cause I never had that before. You know, if we weren't together, right. it wasn't mine. Right. Um, and even if it was mine, it came with, you know, stipulation. So, but yeah, he, he spent all of his uh, money that he got from that and invested in me so that I could grow and, you know, there's been some up and downs, but I'm finally at the point where I'm busier than I, I'm capable of being at the moment without having more help.
0: So. That which is, that's a great problem to have.
1: That's what everybody tells me. And I'm like, yeah, until until you're not meeting a deadline for a customer.
0: And then it's like... Oh. Right. I know. Your back's still against the wall when you're just like, hold on, hold on. But I still have to orchestrate all this, right?
1: I'm like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be in four different places today around the same time. That's not working for me. Because, you know, and I, I try to pride myself on giving each one of my customers my full attention. Right. You know, that way, I usually only schedule one job at a time because of that, you know, that point, that's all I was really getting, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, nobody, I wasn't in demand necessarily yet. So I I was able to focus on each one of my customers. And I feel like that's very important because when you overextend yourself, especially in this kind of field, um, things get missed. You can't always trust that people are going to do and perform the type of work that you do to your standard and quality. Which is what the customer's hiring you for. Mm-hmm. So finally, my employees at you know a job site and go, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. That doesn't mean that that's how it's going to get done, right? Um, you know, just yesterday I had a, an employee of mine. I said, okay, just do the back sides of the doors. I already did the front. Just do the backs. So then I walk by a few minutes later and I notice he's got a front side of a door that he's painting, and I'm like, is that a front door? And he goes, yeah. I was grabbing these ones right here. I was like, no, those are supposed to be a different color. <laughs> and he was staining them black. And I was like, no. And the uppers are white and the bottoms are black. I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, get the lacquer thinner, get something. We got to get it off. Right. So, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, he didn't mean to, and he's trying to help. And that's great. But, you know, it's little things like that that are kind of funny. But at the same time, when you got a customer on you about a deadline or you got a carpenter that isn't necessarily willing to make a whole new door you got to you got to be a little you know timid when you just trust people to run it you know and go for it
0: and that's yes and that's a learning curve piece too because uh when you're just doing it for by yourself and it's just you you don't have to think about those but then when you grow when you start growing in the business because right. you become more in demand and you start taking on more work all of a sudden you're having to you're in that transitional phase of having to identify getting the work done, but also making sure that people that are getting it done are also doing it right where you didn't have to worry about that previously. So that's, it, it is, it's a great problem to have, but it's still, it's still additional on your plate. Right. Yes, exactly. And and having the extra time
1: outside of a job to, to hire and train people properly, okay. it, it can be extremely difficult because I have four kids. Um, two of them are my fiance's and two of them are mine, but they're from 10 years old to, you know, four and it yeah. <laughs> gets a little, you know, Harry, he works in the oil field now. So he's not always home. So it's like, if he gets called out, I'm last minute trying to text people. And there's hey, a juggle.
0: That's yeah, a whole other it's job.
1: A, it's a circus. It is literally yeah. a circus.
0: Yeah. We, we have five kids. And the listeners, yeah. some listeners know that already, but but we have five kids, and so I mean it's it, it, they're older now, so they're all in the teen area, er- the age group, and so they're a little bit more self sufficient. But man, that that earlier stage of that is just definitely a piece to it and then growing a business on top of it. And that's why this is so very important. What you do is so very important because not only are you doing what you're doing, you're creating an opportunity for employees that are coming in because now your business is growing, but you're also still raising a family. You're still doing all the things. And it gets forgotten about the successes that we accomplish as women, especially in the entrepreneurial field, because... We just continue to we continue all the way through doing the thing, doing life, you know, so yeah. when we get done with our business day, we're not done. We don't get to come home and just hang out and, and, you know, of course it will pocket days for that, but by and large, you're coming off of your work day straight into picking up what needs to be done on the family side of it. You know, That's who it. needs what, who has school, who needs to eat dinner, you know, all the things that come with being in, you know, multiple roles and mom being one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially when your job sites change day to day and week to week.
0: <laughs> yes. I
1: think yesterday I, I drove over 200 miles in a day. Was like, oh my wow. goodness. That's insane. And I didn't get home, I don't think, until like 10 30 or 11. Yeah. So that was nice. I barely have a chance to shower nowadays. If I can shower, <laughs> I'm winning.
0: That's, I know. That's I know. Win. I feel so. you on that. What is your version of success? What does success look like for you on a regular basis?
1: Well, that's a good question. On a regular basis, success would be me being able to do exactly what I love doing, getting paid for it <laughs> and, uh, and, and having my family, um, my family well taken care of as far as, you know, them still getting my attention as well. Cause if, if they're not successful and growing and we don't have that, you know, bond together, then I, success is, you know, nothing at that point. So, but um I I mean for, as far as my business what I would feel would be successful is, you know, people actually wanting to hire me to do their work. So, I mean, if I if this is the extent of where I go, if this is my plateau, um I'm I, I feel pretty accomplished already. I mean, you are. I, I get to wake up every morning and do exactly what I want to do, which is, you know, paint and redo people's houses and take something that, you know, they didn't like it first and give it new life, which is great. Mm -hmm. You know, nowadays, everything in this world comes so quick and it's, everything is just made usually to fall apart. Um, And you can put that really to the spectrum of everything in life, you know, relationships, all kinds of stuff. Um, But in the, in the, in this industry, especially um, unless you have an actual craftsman doing something, somebody that really takes pride in their work, it's it's all, you know, a McDonald's fast food drive through. Everybody wants it right now and wants it real quick. And they, you know, they want it to look pretty when it's presented. But mm-hmm. the, just because it is, it doesn't mean it's going to hold up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I give all my customers a one year warranty on all my work. So I use good products. Um, and all of this has all been from making mistakes, you know, along the way, some that have cost me dearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, you just got to keep going with it. And there's been days when I've just literally, Cried and been like, like, oh, I cannot do this anymore. I don't. I, I think uh, last year I took about a four a four month hiatus because mm-hmm. of a situation, a two back to back situations with the customers. Um, one with a customer, and one with a, a general contractor. Both of them had like had me work my butt off, and then at the end of the job, I didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I had two people working with me at the time, so of course. I had to pay them no matter. So I had to take a loan out for that. And I was just so turned off at how people were treating each other in this field. I, I, for a while there, I didn't want to do it. Um, I was like, you know, why, why am I even doing it? If I'm just going to get this to happen, I don't want to have to take somebody to court every time I get finished on a job. You know, I can't go back into somebody's home and undo what I've done. That's illegal. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure you can go to jail for that. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want any charges, but, all you can do is take somebody to court and sue them. And to me, I don't, I don't think that that should be necessary. You know, nobody had to force me to finish my job. So I shouldn't have to force anybody to pay me for it. But after Brandon and a couple other people kind of pulled me back into it, they're like, you know, I had a contract call me. It's like, I have got to have you on this job. Somebody's come in, they've completely messed it up and I'll pay you half of it up front. And it's somebody I've worked on another project with um, that previous summer. Uh, at a really high end place um here in Oklahoma City. And uh I was like, okay, you know, I guess I can do that. So I kind of picked myself up and dusted myself off and put my big girl panties on and, <laughs> you know, went over there and helped him out. And it turned out to be, you know, great. And it, it put me right back in it. And I met some really good connections right there. It was almost like one of those it just was the right place, the right time kind of thing. You know, everything came together just in the right moment. And I got my, you know, I call it my goo. I got my goo back (laughs) because it makes you feel all gooey when you you know, do something that you're proud of and that other people are proud of. I still probably am my biggest critic and I'm probably the most hard on myself. Um, Constantly I'll have people, you know, give me compliments on my work. And I'm just like, yeah, thanks. You know, and I still don't really know how to take them Um, because to me it's like, how can somebody like something that i like that you know but people do and they're super appreciative of it for the most part um luckily I haven't had anybody else you know not pay me you know since (laughs) that
0: but you know if if I do I guess you know that's deflating though that's plating, yeah. so And I can understand it. And I, I'm glad you brought that name. because I was going to ask you what pulled you out of your hiatus, but that's perfect. And you know, things are meant to come around for certain reasons. And it's, be, it's because you're meant to be doing what you're doing. You're meant to continue down that path. I absolutely believe that hundred um, percent. But I want to give you just a tiny piece of advice that when people compliment your work, stand tall and accept it. And learn to accept it by thanking them without saying, but, or, and, anything. <laughs> okay. and own it. I'm
1: getting better about own that.
0: that.
1: I'm trying. I really am. I'm, I'm trying so hard to be better about that. I just had somebody tell me, you don't take compliments very well. <laughs> it's nothing, it's nothing on you. I promise. It's just, you know, myself. And they're like, yeah, but you do really good work, like incredible work. So I actually, my last customer that I just finished a job with, um, he had a, a garage that had a ton of beautiful um, woodwork done in it by a carpenter. Um, and it was actually his son-in-law who had done the work. But he hired me to come in and, you know, stain it. And he had no idea what he wanted to do necessarily. He just knew he didn't want it real dark. I was like, okay. But he was a former Marine. Um, you don't say ex-Marine. It's former Marine. And, uh, you know, he had these really cool barn doors that were, you know, one was, red, white, and blue flag. The other one was, you know, like the uh, Palmia flag. And, um, he goes, you know, I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to trust you. I'm just going to let you do whatever you want. So I did. And it turned out beautifully. And he was so excited about it. This grown man, former Marine, probably in his early fifties, you know, big buff guy cried.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: God. He was like, he's like, I've never been so eager to pay somebody for doing work at my house i mean you you blew it out of the park he even had a party and invited me to come talk to some of his friends who are big time builders you know in these million dollar houses he's like you need to come you need to have you know a portfolio set up with your work and you need to show them exactly what you're capable of because they're going to see this firsthand and i know you can do like so much more than what what i have here i was like Okay. Yeah. Great. You know, I'll be there. So I did, and it was fantastic. And that right there was a huge confidence booster. I, I couldn't believe I brought him to tears. Like I felt, I felt bad. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. Well, it's not. It's not right? That's good. That's good. He's like, I can't
1: believe I'm tearing up right now. I was like, oh, good. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. That's good. And his wife's over there just rubbing his back. He likes. It. He likes it. <laughs> okay. Great. So that was good. That that was helpful. But yeah, ever since then, I feel like I'm just I hit the ground running. You know, it was right. a breath of fresh air to you know get a couple of jobs just kind of back to back, and I I have not had a day off since. Um, so I save my days off for my kids when they got something going on at school. Those mm-hmm. are and I tell my customers I'm like I'll be here every day that you need me here, unless we got a school event, and then I'll probably be off, but I'll be back the next day mm-hmm. or right after. Right. So, I think the biggest complaint that anybody that lives with me, uh, has, whether it be my kids or my fiance is, you know, you just never sit down enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of can't because if I do, I fall asleep. So I got to go, <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> but I love, I love what I do. I love working. And to me, it doesn't feel like a job. And when yeah. four or five o'clock comes, I'm like, crap, it's already four or five. Dang it. It goes all my day, you know, but I guess as long as things are getting accomplished, it's 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 a win. So yeah, I feel like I'm winning.
0: You are. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You totally are. How have you dealt with the vulnerability of being in a very male dominated field?
1: That's a good question. Actually, um, when I first started out, uh, there were I, I could probably if I'd have followed the whole Me Too campaign mm-hmm. um, that was going on, what like two years ago mm-hmm. or a year ago, I probably could own. Um, Two different for sure two different construction companies with the way that some things have gone down uh, or been approached uh, but with that being said, a lot of people when they first see a, a girl especially a girl that you know doesn't you know I, I would say resemble you know a buffer person sure. or you know or male uh, exterior, they always want to think that you, you have that job for some alternative reason, you yes. know, and I've had that asked me to oh. me before. And to me, that's just extremely rude, oh. but, you know, I guess to an extent, maybe I can kind of understand where somebody would come with that. Cause I'm sure there are people that have tried to do that. Sure. But my, I feel like my work speaks for itself. So the vulnerability, you know, I've, I've gotten fired from a job for, uh, because and I know this for certain, um, the brother of the contractor that owned the company, he, uh, he was running around on the jobs instead of doing his work. Well, I was the only girl on the crew and I was the painter and I was like third painter. So there's you know plenty of us, but our jobs started stacking up and we fell behind and I ended up having to have a tumor removed. Um, one week in June of two thousand seventeen and the day I got out of recovery from that surgery, I was given my final paycheck. And I was told that it was because the deadlines weren't being met on the jobs and I was the fault. I was the fall guy. I was the problem. And this came from the person who delivered the check to me, who was a friend of mine also. He's like, you know, Dusty just he got behind and he kind of threw you as the person under the bus, even though you were the only one getting things done. I was like, oh, okay, so throw the girl to the wolves. That's the easy bait, you know, that's the easiest one to get rid of. So I I don't know, maybe it was because the guys uh, on the crew would have thrown more of a fit or it was just easier to believe that a girl wouldn't be capable of keeping up with things. Uh, But, you know, that right there, oddly enough, you know, me telling you that Karma's a, karma's a mean mother sometimes. And, <laughs> yes. and, and I kid you not, after we got off the phone the other day, um, and I made it home, I was watching the news here and it come up that a uh, contractor in Oklahoma, um, and it gave their names, uh, are being indicted on a federal indictment for, uh, fraud for, or defrauding over $313,000 from customers
0: oh my and gosh. other subcontractors.
1: contractors And I looked at my fiance and I said, see, this is why I didn't do anything that I wanted to do in the back of my mind. Because it
0: all comes around. <laughs> it, does. it does. It does. It all comes around. What about... Um, what about the guys in the field that have been extremely supportive, including your fiance, obviously, but have been extremely supportive of you pursuing something that you're really making a stand for and actually blazing a trail for other women?
1: I've had some really great guys that I've worked
0: with. Um, one guy in
1: particular, a contractor I worked with on that high-end job uh, the summer before, he... uh He had me come over and fix a few things um, that they couldn't figure out exactly how to make it look good. Like Mm -hmm. they knew how to fix it kind of, but they didn't know how to fix it and make it look aesthetically pleasing, if you will, Mm -hmm. because I've been told that I I can think outside the box, which I thought everybody could (laughs) come to find out. Not everybody can see things before they're actually done. Um, And usually those are the people that are hiring you to come in and do something in their home. Because they know what they want to an extent, but they don't necessarily they don't they can't necessarily see it. So when they ask you your opinion of you know colors or different things that need to go with it or should go with it, um, it's only those that have that kind of eye for it, I guess, that can really see it before it's there. Mm-hmm. So he had me come and fix a couple of things. Well, another guy was standing with him, another uh, employee, and he goes, he goes. <laughs> You, you brought a girl in to do this? Like, what's up with her? You know? And he goes, "Oh, that that's Chris. She's she's good." He's like, "I tell you what, that girl right there. When a man ain't enough, you just got to call Clutch. Take <laughs> it." And I looked yes. at him and I said, "What did you say?" And he goes, "I said when a man ain't enough, you got to call Clutch." And he looked at one of the guys that had tried to fix it, and he's standing there and goes, "Oh, that's messed up." I was like, "No, it's not. And that's beautiful." And I'm probably going to have to take that and use it. <laughs> and he goes, you go right ahead. You earned it. You, you can have it. And I said, okay. So that's now my company motto is, you know, when a man ain't enough, you call clutch. And it's, you that's know, so with their cool. arm up like this. And it's on the back of my car and on all my cards and my website.
0: Yeah. Oh, so just just that little that. comes in
1: and, punch, you know,
0: punches yes. that little
1: issue in the bum and makes it all pretty.
0: You know, uh, that's so amazing. The
1: behind the guys if you will yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so cool and it's those that help you know outweigh the you know the negative side of it of those that just can't get on board with the fact that you're you're more than capable to do the job that you've been given to do you know yeah so. yeah that's awesome Chuck, uh,
1: the guy's name <clears throat> I'll have to give a shout out to him because he's an amazing person and when we first worked together on the job he handed me his card like third day in And uh, I read it when I got home and I was like, Lucas, like he has the same last name as me. And anybody that's a Lucas will tell you we're all related somehow, no matter what. So I called him and I was like, your name is Chuck Lucas for real? And he goes, yeah, has been my whole life. I was like, oh, I was like, well, hey, my name's Chris Lucas. And he goes, you're kidding me. So I sent him a picture of my ID and I was like, I swear, that's my legal last name. I've been married twice. I don't give it up. I keep it. That's my name. Uh And he he started laughing. He goes, that's too funny. Well, the next day when we were at work together, we had other contractors coming in, electricians and plumbers and all that. And I guess one or two of them had said something, you know, to the other guys about me. And he goes, hey, 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 that's my niece. You back up. Ah. from that point on, he, he told everybody all the time, any job we've ever worked on together, anytime we've even just met up, you know, in our personal lives and hung out everybody he introduces me to I'm his niece and that's just yeah. the way that, I was just like, the okay, way I'm gonna call you uncle daddy so that's- <laughs> <laughs> but he's a he's he's a really good guy I actually just had a going away party for him I'm so sad
0: that's he, he went a,
1: so he's gonna go retire on a boat somewhere on the on the river like all yeah. right
0: go do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> leave me here to the wolves <laughs> <laughs> that's right but he'll always back you I'm sure
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's, he's been probably other than Brandon. He's probably been one of my greatest supporters legitimately. That's so, awesome. Yeah. He's a huge cheerleader.
0: How has the entrepreneurial journey changed you?
1: Well, um, I look at things a lot differently now. Um, before it was more so like I was trying to more so please myself, you know, And in, in a job, I wanted to do something where not only was I able to help somebody necessarily, especially in the medical field, but something that, you know, if, if they, if I wasn't getting much out of it, I didn't really put too much effort into it, I guess you could say, you know, sure. which I feel like is the same way with a lot of people, you know, especially when you're just working a job because it's a job, you know, you right. got to have a job, So whatever it'll take is what you get. But with being an entrepreneur, I feel like, and that word to me is still, it feels weird. You know, like I'm still new to it Um, because just that in definition of its own is, I mean, I guess when I really look back and reflect, yes, I am because that's that's exactly what I'm doing. But when I was doing it, as I'm doing it, I don't think about it in those terms, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just for me because, you know, when I went through my divorce and and didn't have a solid, stable, you know, foundation or place to stay, I kind of ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people and you know kind of tarnished my record, um, got into some trouble legally. And, you know, I kind of I messed up the opportunity that I had, or the, I guess the the cushion that I had, maybe I Mm -hmm. should say, to just go out and get any job that I applied for, um, which I could very easily do, especially in the medical field. Um, at least when it came to, you know, being in an office, I could say, everything that I knew that they wanted to say or wanted to hear. And I'd have that job that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, you know, that stopped me from being able to do that now. So uh, this has to work. I mean, that is, that's the only option I have. So for me to be an entrepreneur, I feel like it's, it's the only thing that I can do that I know every day when I wake up, I'm, I'm, I want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I feel like with my kids being able to see me work hard every day. And put in that effort and get such a good benefit from it, whether it be a financial reward or just, you know, pride in what you're doing um, and and wanting to do it every day and and giving them that basic foundation for a good, you know, a good strong work ethic, which a lot of people don't have now, especially this younger generation and mine. They all feel like just because they're breathing, they're entitled. It's like, no, that's not how that works. You know, so i I don't know. you'll have to remind me what was the question
0: I <laughs> No, I love it no you were you were you were actually <laughs> totally staying on track with it, it okay, how has the, the entrepreneurial journey changed you, and so in the process so yeah um
1: it's it's changed me in a lot of ways. I'm more responsible probably than I ever was uh i I take a lot more um what's what I'm looking for. Responsibility of my actions and what I do, and I'm responsible over other people. You know, I've 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 had a couple of bruises along the way. Uh, you know, I've gotten some scoldings from customers and other people. You know, because I've messed up, and like everybody does, you're going to mess up. You're going to knock down. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to fall. Mm-hmm. You're going to trip. Um, I've been very lucky that a lot of my oopses have turned into wows. Uh, sometimes the best things that I've you know, come across or things that I did by accident because I messed up and I tried to fix it and fixing it is what kind of made this magic. (laughs) That's why I call it goo. You know, my goo because like uh, everybody else, you know, and I always have to tell my customers this, they'll see me mid project. And I can always tell now the look on their face. And I always look at them. I'm like, don't be scared. It's okay. This is, this is part of the process, and a couple of them, you know they will look at me like well, I'm I'm trusting you, but I am a little scared. I'm like don't be scared, it's okay. Like if you if you ever saw me on a job, you'd probably see me if I'm staining something. I guarantee you, I have a can of cooking spray in my hand. <laughs> yes, cooking spray, Pam cooking oil, and I had a 20-year veteran painter see me on a job that he had hired me on this job to do this, you know, specialty piece in this lady's kitchen. And uh, he like searched for me for two weeks, texting people in his phone that were girls. Like, are you the girl painter? Are you the girl painter? <laughs> and finally he came across the actual girl painter and I wasn't even going to go on the job. I, I just wasn't feeling it at the time. It was like spring break or something for my kids. I'm like, yeah, maybe, yeah, I can do it at the end of spring break. But you know, of course, everybody's on a deadline. So, but he waited for me. So. I went and started it and he was like, now displays, it's going to try to stay real quick. Okay. It, it, it cures very fast. So you got to be quick with where you go with it. I'm like, Oh, okay. But they had a very specific style of how they wanted this to look. So I'm thinking, okay, well, unless I'm getting cabinets that are already done that I can play it with it on, this is going to be a little difficult because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want it to stick right away. So I, uh, I ran up to Dollar General and I grabbed a can of cooking spray because on the can it says nonstick spray. So I'm, you know, sitting there and I'm doing it. And he, he he loves the work at first until he sees the can. He's like, what are you doing? I'm I'm using this spray to move it around. He goes, you can't do that. You, you can't use that on that. I was like, well, why not? I said, it's nonstick spray, nonstick. And he goes, well, it's not going to stay now. I was like, well, it will, because this is an aerosol can and aerosol only lasts so long before it, you know, stays. I said, I don't need the the spray to stay. I just need what I'm using it to, or what I'm moving around to stay. And if you don't touch it for at least six to eight hours, I promised you it'll stay. So he's like, we'll, we'll see tomorrow. And if it doesn't, you know, that's, that's your butt. And I was like, okay, well, of course he used a different word <laughs> as many people do in that line of work. Um, I was like, okay, you know, I was pretty confident that, it was going to be all right. So the next day he comes and he takes his finger and he, well, I'll be damned. I was like, yeah, see, because oh. <laughs> okay, you didn't touch it. Leave it alone. Yeah, Got it. And he was like, I cannot believe that worked. I was like, I know, right? Magic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so cool.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I was like, he goes, well, that's not going to work. I was like, it says non-stick spray, non-stick. That's what I want it not to do is not stick yet. So. But, you know, that guess was, that was a total, total guess. I could have, it could have totally moved the next day. I was just thinking in my way of thought, you know, aerosols, they, they evaporate, they dissipate. So they're not going to stay for long. So I don't need the oil that's coming out of it to stay on the cabinet. I just need what I'm moving around to stay so hopefully that'll dissipate and it'll cure properly. And we'll be good. And if not, then I'll just, you know, I'll take my lashings, I guess, as it goes. Well, yeah, but That's I've done that awesome. a couple of times. That kind of, I scare people a lot, but it comes out to be really great.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't minimize that. Don't minimize that just because you, you pulled it off and changed it or made, you know, a mess into something amazing that, that it's not valuable because they see the beauty in it. So. Make sure you. Yeah, I, I, think, I guess I've been told
1: that that's my knack in life. I can mm-hmm. take something that is like blah and turn it into a yeah. And I was like, okay. That's so cool. That's cool. But yeah, my heart and soul is in furniture and my niche is cabinets, probably. So that's my favorite to do.
0: Yeah. What do you wish you, know, you knew then that you know now when you first started your business?
1: What do I wish I knew then that I know now when I first started it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wish I knew that I could have a Sherwin
0: Williams account so soon. Account? <laughs> <Does that> <laughs> <laughs> or
1: are you looking for something more like... No, that? no,
0: no. Whatever your answer is, that's, <laughs> that's you you, in, the,
1: in the painting field, that is probably the best. I wish I would have known Kyle Coolahan. Let me just say that name then, because I know him now. But if I hadn't ever met that guy, he's my Sherwin Williams rep- representative. I actually ran into him because I was working for other painters. I already owned my business, but this was in my blah downtime when Mm -hmm. I was burned, you know, because mom's still got to work. So I was just kind of working under some other painters, you know, that would let me work. And they knew I had my own company, but they also knew my situation, what I was going through. So luckily they didn't mind me kind of piggybacking them and just kind of floating it out and doing work for them. But I ended up working on two different projects and this, the Sherwin Williams rep showed up on both of them because I guess both of those painters were on his accounts. And, uh, he was like, I keep seeing you at different houses. Like what's going on? Who are you? And they were like, Oh, this is Chris. You know, she's got her own company, but she's just kind of helping us out. He's like, well, I don't know you. Why don't I know you? Cause I guess he represents pretty much anybody that's a painter. That's a good painter. They have an account with him. So he was like, well, we need to get you an account. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of not doing my own thing right now. I'm, I don't really like selling my job. I'm bad at pricing myself. I, you know, I'd rather somebody else go out. And still to this day, I feel that way. I would rather somebody else go out and price a job for me and get me hired, and then just let me go do the work. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> but that's not how you can't be an entrepreneur doing that. So with that being said, he was like, "Well, I can help you with the price, and that's not a problem." He goes, just, "Anytime you need me, just call me." Well, we had lunch the other day. And, uh, I was telling him, like, you know, you're like my Yoda. I just want to tell you how, how appreciative I am of you, because I feel like I've grown by leaps and bounds within the last six months, just having you in my corner, because if I'm not sure how to price a job, I will, I will text him pictures of it. I'll be like, Hey, what should I do? How much is it? How much does everybody else charge for this? You know, or if something messes up, I'm like, okay, I use this paint. This is what's happening. This is the you know, situation that's going on in the house. These are the conditions. Because paint. I tell everybody, is like a fickle woman. Mm-hmm. She changes her mind. She can get mad for no reason and freak out. And then everything goes to poop. So um, anything can happen. So just always account for that. And <laughs> he goes, he'll always tell me and leave me in the right direction. Not once has he ever not known. It's like the Yoda
0: mm-hmm. literally, of painting. He's, yeah. he's on your team, Team Chris. He is,
1: and he is. He is totally on my team. And uh, I told him that the other day and he was like, that's so sweet. He's like, you know, I have a couple of people that will call me constantly for stuff. Because, but for the most part, most the, the painters don't do that. He's like, hmm. They really, they really don't contact me unless they need something for, uh, you know, they need a, a good price on a product. And I was like, well, they are missing out. Let me tell you, because you save my butt all the time. That's awesome. Like, I don't think I would have grown like I've grown had it not been for him. So he's, he's been awesome. So.
0: That's yeah. cool. I wish I, a cool. Cool in. Okay. I would have Kyle hand then. Okay. That is, that is the base thing. The number one thing, but you know him now. I do. I do. And, and I, I keep him happy by God. I keep him
1: happy. <laughs> He's like, I'm supposed to pay for lunch. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to pay for the drinks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Five dollar margaritas and chilies. You're good. So, yeah. Chris, thank He's you for, for coming on and sharing your story today. This, it, you're such a trailblazer. And oh, in, this, you're, you, well, in your busy schedule, you're even taking time to do something like this. Cause I put a call out and I know how difficult that was going to be because I know okay. the women that I want to talk to are also busy, you know? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for coming. Well, thank on. you for giving me that three hour window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had it today for whatever reason it was open. So I was like, no worries, not a big deal. Let's roll with this. And let's just, you know. Be fluid about it. Off so. the cuff.
1: I love it. That's how I do most of my stuff. <laughs> Planning never works in my world. Never.
0: You know, so. where can the audience connect with you, find you, or you know, just even get to know who you are? Sure. Um. Recently, I was able to get my my website up, so they
1: can go to uh, Clutch with a K, K L U T C H Custom Painting LLC at g at, uh, dot com. Sorry, not at. Um, or they can find me on Facebook at Custom Painting. Um, and I'm not on Instagram, but I'm trying to get to that point. I'm not very good with high tech stuff. As you, could, as you found out today <laughs> with the whole zoom thing. Um, but yeah, those are usually the best places or if they're local and they want to give me a call, they're more than welcome to do so.
0: Um, I don't know if
1: I you I can share, my,
0: share your okay, phone number. Absolutely. My
1: business number. Uh, so it's four zero five four
0: zero zero six four eight five. Awesome. That's my. get me directly. And and we'll put that in the show notes so they can get all the details there. Again, I want to thank you. And uh, I'm going to wrap up the episode because there was a lot to digest in that just to hear (laughs) your story. But the inspiration to continue to do what we're doing as women and as entrepreneurs in no matter what field we're in. So it's not about one particular field. It's about all of them. And we have the capabilities to go crush the world. So Yes, we do. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you check out the show notes. And as always, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Fem Nation podcast. Be sure to check out our show notes for more details from the episode. If you love the show, share it with a friend or drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you over at whitedoveganon.com or find me on social media. Until next time, keep moving forward.